When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Using illustrations from your life without talking about yourself. Welcome to the Preaching Points Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And this week we have doctors Scott Gibson and Haddon Robinson showing us how to use sermon illustrations from everyday normal life. Haddon, do you use illustrations from your life? Oh, all the time. We do a radio program, and it's 254 programs a year. And, uh, well, I get some from my file. Most come out of my life. And so when we as preachers think about the effectiveness of illustrations, you know, studies say, and uh, you've done research for your own book, Biblical Preaching, that says that people relate most with us as preachers uh, when we tell about our own selves, our own lives, our own uh, experiences. Uh, The danger, of course, is that uh, you can make yourself look too good and too wise so that... <laughs> or a hero. Will, yeah, I have to work at that. But if, you, you know, if you're always talking about, the, I met somebody and he said this, and then I said this, he said this, and boy, did I top him. <laughs> uh, you know, in a personal conversation, that gets old. Right. I don't like people to brag, and uh, certainly getting up in the pulpit doesn't change that. But there's an immense amount of material you can get out of your own personal experience that doesn't make you the hero or the goat. It's something you have observed. And both of us have files of illustrations. And yet when we're preparing sermons, as you have suggested in the past, that we look at the sermon illustration by saying, what's the idea here that I'm trying to get across, stating it, and then seeing if there's an illustration even in our own lives, that intersects, that communicates that well. How do you go about doing that, Haddon? Well, just this morning I was working on some radio programs, and uh, I wanted to talk about the fact that there are people who look at the Sermon on the Mount that we're working on as the standard that you must meet in order to get to heaven. Like the lady on the plane said to me, I just think... If you uh, observe the Ten Commandments and uh, follow the Sermon on the Mount, you'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) And I said to her, what commandments did you have in mind in the Ten Commandments? And she said, well, isn't there one in there about adultery? (laughs) Yeah. She didn't know much more about it. (laughs) And I said, "Uh, where would would you go in the Bible to find out about the Sermon on the Mount? And she gave me this blank look, you know. I said, well, you know, where would I go? She didn't know. And I said, you know, I would sure feel that if I were going to bet my soul on the Sermon on the Mount, Ten Commandments, I would have read them, you know. (laughs) But that was one, and that makes me look good. But later in the program, I was talking about the fact that when you have a standard, 
you know, people see it as something you have to stand up against. And I was talking about uh, going to an amusement park where they have the rides where children have to be a certain height right. in order to um, ride the ride. And uh, I remember when our children were small, especially my son Tori, would stand up as tall as he could, but he couldn't make it. So when people talk about you know the Sermon on the Mount, they see it as something that they stand up against to see whether they make it or not. The only difficulty is that when it comes to the Sermon on the Mount and the way we live, it's like an ant standing up against the Empire State Building. <laughs> uh, and instead of helping you, it condemns you. I don't know if that was a very good illustration, but at least it's something that if you have had children and you've gone to amusement parks, you say, oh yeah, I, I, I can remember that happening. And what you're trying to do is just reach into people through your common experiences right. and um, help them to feel as well as to see. Yeah, and that's so important because when we make that connection, they are drawn into what we have to say and are better able to see the truth that we're trying to communicate. And when you rummage through your life, it's amazing if you know what you want to illustrate, how you could find things that just happen. You know, they don't make you a hero, they don't make you a goat, but they're common experiences in life. And often you're able to do that and laugh. And a good illustration, if you're going to laugh, laugh at yourself not at other people. And uh, when you do that, people sort of laugh with you. Right. And sometimes in the laughter, the point is made and uh, it gets past their defenses and they hear you. So what we're saying is you can use illustrations from your life without talking about yourself. And that was Drs. Scott Gibson and Haddon Robinson. And thank you for listening to the Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Every week we try to offer brief reflections on preaching that point you toward preaching excellence. And if you continue to enjoy Preaching Points, why not email us and tell us how it's affected you and your ministry. The Center for Preaching address is preaching at gcts.edu. That's preaching at gcts.edu. We'd love to hear from you, and if there are any subjects you would like to hear more about, please don't hesitate to ask in your email. All right, I'm Brian Hedinga. Thanks for listening this week to Preaching Points. When you rely on the Internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X5 gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed.